Hey, Jason. Hey, Tyler. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. So if you had um, a superpower, so the classic superpowers. Mm -hmm. So what I want you to imagine is that you have a superpower and this and but I want you to figure out which classic superpower mm -hmm. would in reality be the worst one. Ooh. And this is not to be like, what's the lamest superpower that is in stuff? I mean, like think of like invisibility, mind reading, time travel, flying, invincibility, think like all of the, the typical, like whatever the top 10 superpowers would be, right. but put them into a real world scenario. What, which of those do you think would be the worst? See, that's hilarious because I thought you were going with the cliched question of which one would you want? Yeah. Flying or invisibility. And my, that seems to be. my answer is always flying. Yeah. I've always wanted to be able to fly because, again, as previously mentioned on this podcast, Superman fan. Yeah. And that idea is great. I also think, even though it is still the one I want the most, yeah, it's the worst. Oh. Well, here's the interesting thing about Superman is that Superman initially can't fly. He just jumps. Jumps over buildings. Yeah, he just jumps. Leaping, yeah. able to and leap And that jumping buildings. eventually became flying because it was cooler than jumping. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. But, like, think about our world now. First of all, flying by itself does not include super speed. So it's no. not like you could, like, fly to I always Tokyo. Think. I always think that, the, that if you could fly, the logical thing is that you could only fly as fast as you could run. Right. And it would tire you out. Yes. So I think we'd spend most of our time just kind of <gasps> ambling about like a ghost. Like, no, yeah. I think we would just, like, kind of drift. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, take just a few like, feet off the Same way you ground. would walk. I mean, like, maybe you'd be up high. But I often think, like, you'd have to have a lot of core strength to get your, like, <laughs> I feel like that's where the muscle is. Yeah. Is in your core. Is, like, kind of getting you up. But then even if you can get up there, think about our world now. We've got drones up there. We've yeah. got how many airplanes are overhead at any given moment. Yeah. Helicopters. Like, it's miserable up there. And then everybody would know you could fly. Yes. So this is in the same scenario where our normal reality, where no one can fly. Right. Suddenly you can fly. Yep. You're not going to be left alone. No. Unless you secretly fly. And I don't think you could get away with that. Very no, long. you'd get caught pretty quick. Yeah. Especially when I put on the tights and the cape. Because <laughs> I would absolutely you do that. You could just put on your, your biking That's outfit. That's true. <laughs> your bicycling <laughs> outfit. Uh, That's pretty, yes. pretty close. Yeah. Uh, so, so flying would be yours. Flying would be mine. I think invisibility would be the one that would get me personally into the most yeah. trouble. I think, yeah, invisibility would be a real hard one to have. Yeah. And I also think that invisibility, so here's, if invisibility, if you could be invisible, but in order to be invisible, you, and I think this is logical, you would have to take everything off. You would have to be naked to be invisible. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, and it's not like the weird things like, what if my invisibility runs out and people could see me? Like you have control over it. Yeah. Um, but everywhere you go, like you can't even wear shoes. Right. So your invisibility involves you being cold a lot mm -hmm. involves you you still make noise so you can't like sneak around you you have to live in a world where there's space so if someone sneaks into a room you have to still interact with like be aware of your physical presence yeah. breathing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and just like being hot or cold uh like just the way you it would be i think it would not be very fun yeah this and, is why the invisibility cloak in harry potter is such a brilliant idea oh yes because yes. that takes care of almost all of those concerns exactly except i do think you'd see their feet when yeah. Walking. yeah yeah i mean i have a pretty long robe when i'm in church and you can totally see my and feet. even if it's dragging it would get dirty right yeah so there must be some kind of it must be magic it must be magic yeah yeah i don't think that it's <laughs> let's not pull on that yeah. thread too far <laughs> The, the other thing that I think would be really hard, so I think invisibility would be really hard because it would be too tempting and not even to be like gross and do like dirty things, but like just to be where people 
are doing things, how people respond about you when you're not there. Yeah. Uh, so the one that I think would be the worst would be my reading. Yeah. Because. No, I don't want that. Even if you can turn it off, which I'm not sure you would be able to right. in the logic of this. Like, Well, I mean, it's a power, so there's okay. got to be some control. So if you, but if you can turn it off, you always have the power to turn it on. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest temptation. I feel oh like that's gosh. almost worse than being invisible. Like the, the, the juvenile temptation of like seeing people without clothes on or things like that. Seeing people in compromising situations. Um, I think that being able to get inside with someone's head would be the worst. Because what people think when they're in their head, they're not even thinking to somebody yeah. else. That's different than hearing someone, hearing two people talk about you when you're not there. Right. That's two, even that has a level of filter. Yeah. And that's that, two people talking to each other. They are saying things that they know that someone is hearing. Yeah. When you get inside someone's head, like I don't even know the things I'm thinking. And sometimes I'll think something so weird that what, it's not. What was that? Yeah. And it's just it, like, I wonder what a, what a human body tastes like or something like that, where it's not like <laughs> I'm really thinking this, right. but it's just that simple thing of like, I've now tasted these kinds of, like I've tasted deer taste different than this. Yep. yep. Or even just like, what's a tiger taste like? Yeah. What's a turtle taste but like? But if somebody bumps in on that conversation, yeah, and, yeah, you like just jump in, job. yeah. What it? What is it? And yeah, does an old person taste different than a young person? <laughs> well aged. It's got <laughs> yeah. a good vintage. Yeah. To are it. they? Are we gamey the way that yeah. deer are gamey? Like, is it like alligators? Like, what would an alligator taste like? A dinosaur? Like that? Like just weird thoughts where yeah. it's like I don't want anybody in on this. No. No. And knowing that would make you go crazy i think being yeah. anyway. and uh, sometimes uh in my more um uh wondrous kind of way or creative imaginative and not positive ways like sometimes i'll i'll think of like what if that person can read minds yeah and but but because i think if you could read minds <laughs> you would so not let funny. anybody know no and like what if they get, are thinking about it right now and but they've trained themselves to not react to the fact that yep. I'm on to them. It's always the dude on the subway that's looking at me just a little weird. Yeah. Right. Like, you know what I'm thinking, don't you? Yeah. Well, and it's something like that. Or if like you meet someone that you're probably not going to see again, but they give you a knowing look. Yeah. And you're like, you know what I'm thinking? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one with that paranoia. Yeah. Yeah. Thought I, of, it happens quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> that person can hear my thoughts. Oh, no. I'm done. They know. I'm done for. They know that I have already had lunch. <laughs> but I still want to eat, so I'm going to pretend as though I haven't eaten lunch because everyone's eating lunch right now. Yeah. Oh, no. He knows all my passwords. <laughs> my one password that I use for all everything. everything. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, my superpower right now is that I know who I am. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Jay. And this is Robbing the Pastor. Probably know by now that uh, Avengers Endgame mm. comes out this week. Yeah, um, and can I say just to solicit um, people's feelings of pity, I'm going on a bike tour. So when so this coming weekend, yeah, yeah. So when it comes out, I'm gonna be deep in the woods 
So away when from do you see it? What day will you see it? I get back into town Monday night. I'm going to go Tuesday. What date is that? I think I'm also going Tuesday. I think that's the 30th. We should do it together. Well, I already have tickets. Oh, okay. Never mind. But we should do it together. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I could get tickets to where you're going. I'm also would not mind seeing it more than once. So yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm but sorry. Just, well, as, so we're going to talk about, uh, obviously, we're going to talk about Marvel Cinematic Universe for a lot. And there, there's some mild spoilers in here. Nothing, basically. Mm. We're not giving away any plot points or anything. We're just kind of giving away some larger narrative things, which... Should not be surprised. Um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. So the MCU is hitting 11 years, I think. Yeah. Of its existence, which yeah. is crazy. Which, and it, it, yeah, go ahead. It's, I mean, how many, it's, how many movies? 20? 23. 23 movies. So as an entry point, I came into this, uh, I was always growing up, I was a DC person. Yes. And you were kind of told when you were a kid, unofficially and officially, that you kind of need to pick a camp. Yep. And especially before any of the real movies came out. Like, when 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 I was a kid, so Batman came out at the perfect time for mm-hmm. me. 89 Batman with Michael Keaton. I was nine years old. Um, Marvelous and, film. Yeah, and Superman had come out before that. Not a great movie. Not a great not a, movie. Not a bad movie, but a very... Like we don't know how to make superhero movies yet. We yep. don't have effects, but we're doing it. Our we're giving it our best shot. Yeah. And it also really works well for video because if you watch that first Batman or Superman movie, you realize like, oh, all the good parts are in number two. And yep. I thought they were all in this, but number two doesn't work unless you have number one. Right. Like really, it's one giant, like four hour movie. Yep. Um, and uh, and I liked Richard Pryor, so I was fine with number three when I was a kid. Because I'm a kid. Yeah. Uh, and the scariest thing I ever saw in my life was when that lady turned into a robot in part three. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's still yeah. the scariest thing. I, I haven't watched it for 20 years because a, it's scary to me. Yeah, I should go back on that. Yeah, That's and I'm good. sure it's ridiculous to see it now. Yeah, or probably. maybe it'll still bring up something know. in when me. When the eyes turn silver, it's like. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, there's, and she's like screaming. It, yeah, that whole. That's a weird movie. It really is. The Superman movies got real weird. Uh, oh, in the four 80s. is awful. I don't even uh, like. I know what it is, but it still seems like a collective, <laughs> like that the the Sinbad movie that everybody <laughs> thinks really happened but didn't. Right. Uh, and so, uh, um, it's, but I I grew up reading comics and I loved Batman mm-hmm. and I loved Batman because he was um, a normal guy. I mean, a su- his superpower is he's rich. Yep. That's his superpower. As, as they joked in, yeah. the, in the Justice League. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, the, <laughs> the, so, but it really is. He's, he's super rich and he's super smart. I mean, that's the other thing. He's a, de- he's a detective. Um, and so I liked that. And I liked that he was dealing with stuff. Like he couldn't just rely on these special powers to save him. He had, And he had this code, which he didn't kill people. Right. But he had this anger that wanted to kill people. So he's constantly wrestling with this human flaw. And that's his his greatest enemy is himself, and I loved that. And the Joker is definitively I will not even tolerate any any. The Joker is the best bad guy. No, that's there's no argument. It's there. the devil. Uh, oh, yeah. we could go a whole thing about the Dark Knight and how great a movie that is. Anyway, oh so so I I grew up a DC guy uh, in a time again where you're kind of arbitrarily told to pick. And I just thought, well, I guess this is it. Uh, and I liked Batman. So I was DC almost exclusively because of Batman. And because I love Batman so much, I just felt like I wasn't allowed to like any of the other things. This is before any like X-Men or anything like that had come out. Uh, I also liked Wolverine yeah. because he's the most Batman-like. I feel like everyone of our generation did. Yeah. Like Wolverine yeah. was your guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, pre-movie. So right. like the, no representation of Wolverine. I liked Wolverine because he actually got angry. Mm-hmm. And he he swore, I think, mm-hmm. in the comics, at least did the kind of like yeah. kind of Cubert talk. 
and he would kill people. Yeah. So what I loved about Batman is that he wanted to kill people, but he didn't. And what I loved about Wolverine is that he did kill people. <laughs> right. And of course you would kill people if you had knives that came out of your hand. Right. And you'd go berserker kind of. So Wolverine was, was pretty awesome. He smoked cigars. He was great. Yeah. 12-year-old uh, kid. Yeah, I'm all on board with guys swearing and smoking cigars and killing people. Uh, and uh, But I still kind of was drawn to Batman. So aside from Wolverine and a little bit, of, like I was, on, I was on board with some X-Men stuff. I thought Spider-Man was stupid. Uh, just like two, like he was always making puns. Yeah, like oh, do, do, do. he was always a cartoon character. Yeah, he was dopey. He was he was like Archie in a superhero yeah. outfit. And then the rest of the Marvel universe to me at that point was just it was too much of it. It yep. was just it was too deep, and I couldn't get into it. I liked that DC was clean. They only had like eight characters that really <laughs> mattered. They were all kind of dumb except for Batman. <laughs> I like. I, I need to put on the table. Superman's my guy, and yeah. I will defend him vigorously. And I think that that needs to happen. We need more time yeah. for that. Yeah, that's uh, another episode. And Superman is great. And the, and my biggest thing as a teaser for for our future date is that Superman is too good. Yeah. Yeah, he's like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. In that, it's a great character who's not allowed to do bad things, <laughs> and that makes him boring. Yeah. And whereas Batman, he might kill somebody. Yeah. Because he really wants to. Yeah. Ironically, of the two of them, Superman's the only one to kill somebody. But again, that's another episode. Oh man! Unless you're talking about the movies where he killed like a thousand people. Wow! Right. That's oh, another thing. Stupid movie. So anyway, uh, X Men comes out, and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing! This guy, Hugh Jackman, perfect Wolverine, too tall, but other than that, he's perfect." Yeah. And they did it right. His hair was perfect. He was great. X Men X Two comes out. He actually kills people. Yep. You see, gets to see him go berserker, and it's awesome. Uh, and I'm I'm like, you know what? I do love the X Men, so yep. I'm on board with this. Spider Man comes out and it was ter- it was great and Which terrible. One? Toby the Maguire? Tobey Maguires, yeah, they were great and terrible. I really liked them, but they seemed very Marvel to me. I watched them again the other day, and this was my my analysis of them. They are if you could divide comic book superhero movies into two epics, yeah. The Spider Man Tobey Maguire ones are the pinnacle. Wait, did of- you just pluralize that? Spider Man, yeah. <laughs> the Spider-Man of the Tobey Maguire eggs. Those three movies are the well, the first two. Yeah, third is awful. But those two. That's are my the favorite one. Pinnacle, really? No, nah, I haven't even seen it. Okay, I've only seen the dance scene. <laughs> oh gosh, so bad. Yeah, but those two were the best of that first epic. And I do remember, yeah, when the second one came out, I even had to yield and say that was a great movie. Yep. And I remember Chris Rock at the Oscars hosted that year, and he was really angry. He made a good point. He's like, why is Spider-Man not nominated for Best Picture? That's the picture that everybody saw, and everybody loved it. And I remember, and I can't even remember what the plot of Spider-Man 2 is, but I just remember it was really good. Yeah. Um, and I like uh, Sam Raimi. Like I like, I love the Evil Dead movies and stuff, so his directing style I was, I was on board with. So I was okay yeah. with those, but they still seemed a little, little dumb. They weren't X Men, no. like, and I was like, X Men nailed it. And then X Three came out, and it was <sighs> maybe the worst, the worst superhero movie I'd ever seen. And they ruined the whole Phoenix saga. Like, it was it made me really, really angry. Yeah, and I was like, I am not on board with this. <laughs> and so the um, Marvel Cinematic. So, the, oh, the, I think the Batman Begin comes out. Uh-huh. Batman Begins. They all start right around this time. Yeah. yeah. So Batman Begins comes out, and it was, uh, it was everything I wanted a Batman movie to be. Yep. And it took it seriously, yep. but without being so dark. And I mean, I know that those movies get kind of talked about for being dark, but we've gotten some dark stuff since then that are just no dumb. Kidding. Dark for being dumb. And uh, like Suicide <laughs> Superman. Squad. Superman. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. All Superman. Superman like, it's like Zack Snyder really wanted to make a Batman movie, but yeah. he was still. <laughs> here, but you can right. make it, but here's Superman. Use yeah. him. Uh, and uh, so 
Batman Begins was amazing, and I had loved Memento. I was a, I was all in on on um, uh, <laughs> the guy that I can't remember his name, Christopher Chris Nolan, Nolan. Yeah. and uh, like Memento. I yeah, Memento. Uh, then he made um, Insomnia, which was great with Robin Williams. Robin Williams is going, oh, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bring it full circle. Yeah, yep, uh, and. Uh, um, so I was so excited that he was going to be the guy and he was great. It was great. I really loved Christian Bale from American Psycho. I was like, this is, everything's great about this. Yep. Um, and not a Katie Holmes fan. So that was the only downside. Which uh, they corrected. Yeah, they, they totally did. Yep. They totally did. Thanks, Tom Cruise, for marrying her. And uh, so then uh, um, at this around the same time, Iron Man comes out. Yep. And they're and they're all amping up. Marvel had like gone into bankruptcy before that. And I was like, yeah, Marvel. And then like three or four years later, they finally turned around and did. And I think it was right before Disney bought them. They mm-hmm. did. And they had done a Hulk movie that was yeah. not good. There were two Hulk movies. And that's Well, the the first one, the Ang Lee one came out first. Right. And it was like fail. And they did the the um Fantastic Four movies, which were dumb. Yep. And I was like, yeah, this is what Marvel is. It's just kind of dumb. Swing and, and a miss. Yeah, and it's just big, flashy, dumb stuff. And yep. I don't, I'm not interested. And then Iron Man came out, and I was like, oh, that was a great movie. Yep. And I recently, like a week ago, we rewatched it, and it holds up. Yes, it does. And I can't um, – maybe it was you and I the other day. Someone said, like, the whole movie works – who was it? Was this you? That said I don't this? think so. But oh, okay. It, but it does. The whole movie works. Be, and the best part of that movie is the last five seconds of that movie. Yep. And it all, it's like, you don't realize it until that moment that it was one big setup for him to just go, I am Iron Man. Yep. And, and the movie is really good up to that point, but then it becomes great. Yep. And I, um, so I was, and the, one of the reviews that I read of it in a retrospective that it's talking about all the things has said that what Marvel has done better than anything is the casting. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's so true. And so they, their first, the casting of the first big three, which came out right in a row was Iron Man, Thor and Captain America. Yep. And they nailed the cast. They never quite figured out the Hulk. No. Uh, Edward Norton would have been great. Had yeah. He kept with it. Yes. Well, and he wanted to, but I think he's hard to work with. Yeah. So I think they didn't want him to. That was also, that was made by a different studio. So it was still Marvel Studios, but it was like 20th Century Fox, I think. Right. And so they weren't really sure. Like, I think he would have to do a re... It was a clean... It was a good way to not have him do it. Yeah, right. I think he wanted a little more money. I think he wanted a little more control. And I think he's he's a great actor who has a reputation to be hard to deal with. Yeah. I've not seen that one. It's good. Oh, yeah, I've heard it's good. Uh, and I had seen the Ang Lee one, which I liked what it was trying, but it was just too weird. Right. Like it was just so with all the multiple multiple screens and stuff like that. And I really like Ang Lee, so that. Um, but we so the Thor was perfectly cast, mm-hmm. uh, and then I saw so um, Captain America mm-hmm. was the one, and I thought I do not like that character. I think no. it's a dumb character. I, it's it's a I mean in the in the comic book like again what everything I don't like about Superman is. 100% amped up exponentially yep. with Captain America. I, to the point, it, it, when I, I was a big Five Iron fan growing up, mm-hmm. it feels like I'm jumping back and you might think your podcast skipped if you yeah. hear this. But This I, will be just folding in on itself in yeah. different ways. We'll just edit everything into different places. <laughs> but but there was a day on MySpace, Reese Roper, the lead singer, was doing a Q&A. Of Fire, Five Iron Frenzy. Yep, of Five uh, Iron Frenzy. A, like early, late 90s, early 2000s right. Christian rock Depending ska band. Where you put all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Um, 
And I asked, what's your favorite superhero? And he said, Captain America. Oh, man. Can and, we talk for a second? Just let me let me briefly get into yeah. this about how how good it feels when someone <laughs> even semi-famous responds to your oh, tweet. It's the best. You feel like you're the most important person. Yeah. You've won at life. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but he said Captain America. And I went, What? Of all and the this superheroes is, this is out there, pre movies. This, this would have been, yeah, oh yeah, this was oh, like yeah, that's a terrible answer. That's a terrible like, answer. Who that's like saying the monkey Captain from America? the Wonder Twins is right. my favorite. Yeah, what? But then the movies come, and oh, I man. go, I get it. So here's what happened. So the movie comes out, Captain America: The First Avenger. Mm-hmm. I saw Thor. I was like, that's okay. Yeah. And and my my feelings of the of the movies up to that point was they are very enjoyable while you're watching them. Within five minutes of seeing them. You, you are done thinking about it. Right. Similar thing for uh, Iron Man. As good as it was, it wasn't telling me anything about anything. Right. It didn't like, whereas Batman Begins and The Dark Knight even more. I wanted to talk about that for days. I still want to talk about it. The movie <laughs> is 15 years old. Right. Um, and uh, so Captain America, the first Avenger comes out and it is the Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocketeer, this movie came out in like 1991, maybe. Not a hit. Right. I did not see it until I would, and t- probably, probably 10 years later was the first time I saw it. But I remember seeing ads for it. I remember all kinds of, like, it was, I was a, like 11 years old. So I was right in the media market of Disney Channel and all the ads. And I thought, yeah. this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. But I didn't have the, um, the uh, the the ability to control my life enough to go to <laughs> that movie. blockbuster membership yeah, card. It, yeah. Well, and also we lived we had a theater that that was back in before the multiplex yeah. days. And so, and our local theater just showed two movies and Rocketeer. I don't think ever came. If it did, it was only there for a week. Right. And so I missed the chance to see it. And, uh, there were just lots of other things to rent. And so I just never ended up seeing it. And, uh, but I, I, the feel of it felt like I love this movie. And so I, it became this thing that I loved just in my head. And then I saw Captain America. I was like, this feels like the Rocketeer. And then I realized it's because it's directed by the same guy. Yeah. And uh, Joe Johnson, I think his uh-huh. name is. He did Jumanji as well. Yeah. Oh. Hey. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> recurring theme. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he, it was just so good, and it made me. I was like, "That's how you do that character. You don't just make it this kind of chauvinist, jingoistic thing, which right. is what it could be, and which is what uh, really uh, Spider-Man Two oddly gets that way because it's made like three months after 9/11. Right. But at the end, it's very like America's the best kind of thing in a weird way. Yeah. And I was like, well, Captain America is just going to be all that. And it was not that. Nope. And and it wasn't like America's the worst either. It wasn't overreacting. It was just like, yeah, America has some problems. And this guy is just a soldier right. who's just trying to do the best. But he's also not just like fighting is the best way to do things. Like yeah. that. So it's an idealism that like we forget we, the, in the polarization, like you just don't get anywhere. Yeah. Like I listen to I'm. Music major, super nerd, put those two things together. I yeah. love the soundtracks of these movies. Yeah. If you listen to just the Captain America soundtrack. Is that Hans Zimmer? No. No, that's, that's Alan Silvestri. Silvestri, yeah. Who's great. He did uh, Back to the Future. He nails it. Like, yeah. you listen to this and it's like, oh, that's what American music sounds like. Yeah. He did was, He did all the Robert Zemeckis stuff because he did um, uh, Roger Rabbit, too, which oh, is really? great because yeah. there's a big range of stuff in uh-huh. that. Yeah. The, the, and I think he did The Rocketeer as well. So, See? Yeah. He's um, got a dream team for him. Yeah, yeah, know. we do. So, and they really nailed that. Like, and that that's hard to do and yeah. unnecessary. Like, it could have been a successful movie without them hitting the nuance of right. how do we make a movie where this guy loves his country but is not? It's not this um, 
jingoism for right. th- that, that is, yeah, it's not America first, uh, for, <laughs> uh, for two hours and it, right. and it fits in this thing, but it also really, I mean, the fact that they set the whole thing in the forties yeah. was so satisfying. Yep. And I thought that was great. I love that movie. Whenever he gets to modern times, I'm going to hate it. Mm-hmm. Oh no. And so then a couple years later, and I can't remember what came out in between that, but uh, Winter Soldier comes out. The first Avengers came between them. Yes, yes, yes. And first Avengers was good, yep. but another one of the, and it was really, it was really good. Uh-huh. But another one of those movies that seemed like, okay, uh, five minutes after that, I was like, that was fun. Mm-hmm. It was like watching a football game. <laughs> like it really was, I mean, <laughs> right. like all your favorite people get that. together, but there's not as much room for plot because it's just a bunch of, a bunch of action scenes, which right. is good. Uh, also, Iron Man two came out in that, which which I like. The thing, the most remem- memorable thing about Iron Man two is it gives us Black Widow. Yep. So that's the closest thing we have to a Black. Someone Widow. said once, and they're a hundred percent right. Iron Man two is the longer version of the post credit scene of Iron Man one. Yes. The whole movie is yeah. there to set up yeah. the Avengers. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And the, the Iron Man movies become that. They're yep. the reaction or the setup movies. Yep. And I have not seen Iron Man 3. So there's a, I have some holes in this. Yeah. Which, I mean, it speaks to my, even my my reception of them that I really liked a couple of them. And I, all of them were good, but some of them were great. Yeah. And the good ones made me not, like, I didn't think about them much after that. Uh, but the great ones, I could not stop thinking about. And And basically it was the two... Captain America movies. It's a Winter Soldier was so good, it's, and again, and it and it nails that this man out of time mm-hmm. from another era and trying to fit into this like wanting America to be good, but seeing that we are not and struggling with that and not giving up, like still having this idealism that we can be better. Well, it's such a neat concept because like people now who get the jingo e America first point back at the 1940s generation and say they would have been on board with us. And this movie turns that entirely on its head and yeah. goes, no, actually, if they showed up now, they'd go, what are we doing? Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, out of that greatest generation, that's where you get the Kurt Vonnegut's and the Joseph Hellers mm-hmm. and the people like that, the J.D. Salinger's who are like, yeah, I don't know about this. Yeah, right. I mean, the people, the whole uh, questioning of culture and counterculture comes out of the greatest generation yep. people. And I mean, that doesn't define the generation. Obviously you get a poll. Every generation has polls in it. Um, but the people who, who taught the boomers to question authority <laughs> are the people who came back from world war two and right. said, we are terrible yeah, and we need to not do that. We need to, yeah, I've seen how bad humans can be and we need to change. Yep. And then the boomers are like drugs, <laughs> sex, <laughs> Right. So all, close. All the money. Yeah. Uh, and so the uh, um, it, it then goes and I thought Ultron, the Age of Ultron. Yep. There's was, a couple other sprinkled in there, but yeah. yeah. Ultron's. I thought, so Dark World is in there. Yeah. Um, totally forgettable movie. Yeah. I haven't seen that one either. Uh, uh, I have. There was it's, another. I've seen them all, by the by. I oh, have okay. seen literally every single one. Um. Guardians but, of the Galaxy, have you seen that? Oh, uh, yeah, Guardians, Great. amazing. So the Guardians was also that was the first one. I was like, okay, now they've really got me. Yeah, that like I'm all in because I would see them all in the theater, but also that was at the height of me being real into youth ministry, where it's just like, yeah, whatever the popular movie is, that's what we'll go see. Yeah, and so I, the church paid for me to go see all the Marvel <laughs> movies. Right, um, but uh, Guardians was like, oh, this is a great movie because this are, these are real people. Yep. These are allowing the superheroes to be real people. And that's when I started to realize, that's when I started to go back and actually get deeper into Marvel stuff. Is like, oh no, Marvel comics have been doing that for a long time. Yep. That this is more true to the comics 
then um, the I was getting kind of the DC stuff where it was especially DC 60s, 70s, 80s, like Justice League type stuff. Yeah. Justice League cartoons from the 80s right, was right. very much like, we will save everyone. Yeah, oh. right. And uh, <laughs> and Marvel was the snarky kind of stuff. And so Guardians really gets that. Guardians nailed it yep. two times. And, uh, and one could even argue that Guardians 3 is a movie that takes place in the middle of the, the most recent Avengers movie. Yeah, right. Because uh, it really, it turns, I mean... They they have a and they it turns the movie over to them in a way that shows how much they have that that movie really changed the tone of stuff because without Guardians you don't get Thor Ragnarok which is the best that that so that's in the top five (laughs) and I I think if Guardians had come out a little earlier we would have gotten an Ant Man that was made by Edgar Wright yep so Edgar Wright who did uh, did Baby Driver did um, uh, Hot Fuzz and uh, The World's End. And Scott Pilgrim, which is an amazing. I love Scott Pilgrim. Uh, So he he was directing Ant-Man and it was before Guardians came out and he was like three quarters of the way through it. And they were like, this is too weird. Yeah, Yeah, it's too silly. Yep. And that's the whole reason why Paul Rudd is Ant-Man. Right. Because of Edgar Wright. Yeah. And um, and so then they brought in Peyton Reed, the guy who did uh, Bring It On (laughs) to finish Ant-Man. And Ant-Man is an okay movie. Like it. It's not bad. Uh, it's 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 on par with the, how I felt about the Marvel movies going into that. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, uh, so had that had Guardians come out a little bit earlier, I think they would have been all in, and they would have said, "Okay, Edgar Wright, be yourself." Like, yep. and I think he got the movie because of Scott Pilgrim, because that's basically a superhero movie, right? Uh, a video game movie. So good. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Ooh, and, coins and Captain America is so great. That too. <laughs> he is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> So, um, uh, then, um, age of Ultron, uh, the thing that I like about age of Ultron is it deals with the question of superheroes. Like Ultron has that thing of like, um, which also comes into play a little bit with Thanos of is the villain really terrible? Right. And the villain is terrible because they're willing to kill people, but they're willing to kill people because they realize that people are terrible. Yep. And they're that, not a hundred percent wrong. Yeah. And the question that Ultron has is ultimately the question, again, this is for another time, but it's what I think if Superman were real, I mm-hmm. think it's what Superman would do. Yep. Uh, you would, you would get to that point to think like, is it worth, if I'm really trying to save people, the best way to save people is by killing people. Yep. And it's kind of what Dr. Manhattan gets to in The Watchmen, which yep. is the best comic book and the worst comic book movie. <laughs> That's worse than the third X-Men movie. Zack Snyder and I don't oh, get along. I hate Zack Snyder. And we I can't, I don't along. know what in his oeuvre made <laughs> made the, the people at DC say, this is the guy who needs oh, to run our whole system. So uh, bad. It wasn't Sucker Punch. because, And that Sucker Punch is what all of them look like. I don't know if you've seen Sucker Punch, mm-hmm. but please don't. Okay. Uh, it's real. It's real bad. And real bad like not only <laughs> is it not a good movie it's like a it's there's bad things that happen in that like yeah. it's a step back on a lot of things in terms of how we view women and how oh. we treat people there's some real cool shots in it though oh yeah. man and like it makes a great trailer watch the trailer and be like "Ooh, that's the best that's ever gonna be yeah <laughs> that's just it. get out now um and uh, he also did dawn of the dead which is great he's right. great in that but that's the unlike anything else oh. like 300 and again <laughs> avowed superman fan I blame Zack Snyder. Yeah, 
solely. You should for the fact that we can't have a good Superman movie anymore. Yeah, like I he mean, had a we, great. We will be able to have one in ten years, maybe. Well, look what they did with Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh my gosh, that they one keep was making that so into a terrible movie. Which was the worst one of the Fantastic Four? The newest Which one? of the three? Have you seen the newest one? No, I haven't seen any of them. Oh my gosh, the new one. Doctor Doom shows up, and I'm like, I don't care. Like Doctor Doom is one of the best. Doctor Doom is pretty great. Yeah. And in this movie, when Doctor Doom finally shows up, I'm like, can I leave now? No. Or I think the I love that the that the Human Torch from the first one becomes Captain America. Yeah. Like that that they were like, this is such a great cast. It's like how Ryan Reynolds becomes Doomsday or uh, Deadpool. Like that. Also so good. Oh oh yeah. So um. It will be interesting if they ever fold him into anything. Like yeah. even if he just shows up, I think that'd be fantastic. Well, there's talk now because Disney bought Fox, so yeah. in the future oh, yeah. the they X-Men can get all the X Men are going to show up. Yeah, just in time for. I'm very sad for whenever we get another Wolverine. Yeah, because it's not going to be. It was going to be Dung Ray Scott, who is yeah exactly. No. I think okay. he's in uh, Ever After. He was in something else too, but he was supposed to be Wolverine before um, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Every time someone says Hugh Jackman, I just go, it is a pretty big Ackman. Yeah. Now that you think about it, it it's pretty big. That's big. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said it was huge, but I, I guess you're right. Yeah. 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 I just said it's, it's a pretty big Ackman. Um, so <laughs> all that is to say, and then we get to the uh, end game. Oh. And um, Spider-Man: Homecoming, which I again did not see. Uh, also, oh, you haven't seen that? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, stop podcast. <laughs> As a youth pastor, you have to see that movie. So, because they take the whole like, first of all, Spider-Man at that point is so overdone. Yeah, they do not do origin story. Yeah, they do not do Uncle Ben die. Oh, good. They do not do like any of the stuff that you think to yeah. reboot Spider-Man you're yeah. gonna need. They're like, we know. Let's just be okay with that. Those things have happened. They have already happened okay. by the time the movie starts. Yeah, so that's he nice. is already Spider-Man. Yeah, but Tony Stark's in it. Yeah. And takes on like the mentorship. I've seen role. enough of the trailers that I feel like I love that movie. Oh, it's so good. Which again, uh, I just talked about a trailer for Sucker Punch that was great. Yeah. And so a trailer does not make a great movie. But one affirm. of the best trailers we've ever seen was for The Phantom Menace. Oh, oh man, that was an amazing trailer. Yeah. And boy, is that a crap <laughs> movie. <laughs> I want I tried to love that movie. I saw it eight times in the theater. So bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, um, I've seen, I hadn't seen Homecoming, um, but I I think they did a really good job. That's a good. I mean, they rebooted Spider Man twice. Yeah. In the course of probably what fifteen years. Yeah. There have been three different iterations, so they'll bring a they'll bring a Superman back. We there's there's going to be a new Superman. We can I, only help. Yeah. I think they. I hope that they just completely wash their hands of it because they they had hits with with Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Yeah. And I think that they're going to go. See Aquaman, I haven't either. Yeah. I've only seen Wonder Woman. I was like, "That's great." Wonder Woman's like the Rocketeer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just keep remaking that. <laughs> yeah, that's movie. true. Yeah. So, uh, but but uh, so we get to um, oh the one that that doesn't quite fit but does fit um, that really sold me on all like that I'm now fully in on all all Marvel movies mm-hmm. is Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Un believable that movie. made me it. and that made me went going from still thinking spider-man was kind of a dumb character yeah to being spider-man is now one of my favorite characters yeah and i loved that movie it was so an amazing good. movie I, I could not i didn't see it in the theaters i got it later yeah i i, I bought it on itunes um 
when the pig was in the trailer, yeah, I was like, must miss. Yeah. I was like, there's absolutely no way that that's going to be any good. Yeah, yeah. And then people kept coming back to me, like nerds that I trust, yeah. saying, no, it's great. It's yeah. really great. It's really, really great. It really is. And I watched it and went, holy cow, they made the pig work. Well, and at the end, and the pig does, like, they use it just enough. Yep. And uh, and the, the movie would be not as good without that pig. Yeah. No, and, it, everything that's in that movie is there. And it's not perfectly. until later that you realize it's Lord and Miller. Yep. The guys who did a Lego movie and and uh, Twenty One Jump Street and yep. and Collided with a Chance of Meatballs, which is also great. Yep. And answers our Jello question, which we will get to in podcasts oh, yeah, later. Yeah. The Jello yeah. question. I don't know that it answers it though. It's a pretty compelling piece of evidence. It is. It yeah. is. It is. Uh, there's also the food that falls from the sky in that though. So I'm not sure that that fits within the realms of normal <laughs> physics. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a really intriguing and important Jello question that yeah. has that. I mean. That I've been rest, I've been living with this question for for twenty some years, uh, and I brought it to you. So we'll talk about that yeah, at some other point. Yeah. To put a button on this, um, yeah. or to not even put a button on it to actually turn it into a garment. Um, so where is God in all this? Uh, what the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Marvel Universe overall really to me that I love about it is that there's no Jesus, and that's a weird thing to say as a pastor. That I, what I love about this universe is no Jesus. Right. So. DC has a Jesus. Yep. And it's Superman. Yep. And I mean, yes, in the Marvel universe there are different Jesuses. Warlock is a very clear Christ figure at some point. Um who hasn't come into the movies, but they uh, he's they Adam, he, yeah, they tease him in Guardians 2. Yep. Uh he's the guy they make at the very end. And um I guess he was supposed to be in I think he one of the like the Avengers he, movies. He may still show up in Endgame is the the rumor ah. that that he's part of the key of I don't think that's true but it's a rumor that's floating. Yeah, and I haven't seen Captain Marvel. Have you seen that? It's great. Yeah, and I think that she her power is almost Christ-like in yeah. terms of its ultimate power. So, yeah. but what I mean by that is that um it's hard when you have all these superheroes working together and then you have a Christ figure, which is just the ultimate power, like a power that just like you can't beat Superman. Right. And so Doomsday becomes really dumb that he beats Superman because you can't beat Superman. Right. Um, now, Superman has this flaw of kryptonite, which does make him intriguing. That's the thing that makes him interesting. But he's still if you don't have kryptonite, if you're not Lex Luthor, you can't beat Superman yeah, right. because he just has all the power. Um, there's nobody like that in the Marvel universe really no. that, that, that has that level of power. Everyone is flawed. Right. Everyone is Batman. Yeah. Um, and that's like the Hulk, the most powerful yes. one of it all can't control it. And his power is also his greatest weakness. Yep. And he hates his power. Yep. And he would want nothing more than to be free of that power. Yep. But he has to use it. And even Logan, who is Wolverine, the, the most conflicted, like he, his, the, the psychology of these characters his desire to be alone because he hate he being this effectively a mortal being, he only sees death around him yep. and he's filled with this rage because he doesn't know who he is and he needs a family, but he refuses. And so his, his reluctance to get into the X-Men and he, when he gets close to people and they die and, uh, and he knows that he can hurt people and that, and like Logan, the movie, I haven't seen oh, that yet. Oh, that's the one you have to great. see. That might be the best. I mean, that's up with Dark Knight as yeah. like the best superhero movie ever. Oh man! Um, and I and those two ones really work because they don't need another one. Like mm. you can, you don't have to see Batman Begins to see the Dark Knight, and Logan, you don't have to see any of the other ones. Right. But it it also does fit really nice. It it kind of works like a what if. Yeah. Because it has a conclusion that is definitive, 
that doesn't necessarily have to be canon yep. for it to be a really compelling movie. Um, and it does a lot of things that are really, really interesting. It's, oh, that's a, that's a brilliant movie. And he swears and that. And he kills <laughs> like, the, the 12-year-old me loves that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, but it's because you don't have this Christ-like figure, you have all of these people in this universe who need each other. Mm-hmm. And all these people who have very different skills. And all of their skills, almost to, to a person, all of their skills are viewed as flaws. Yep. This is what I love about the X-Men, is that they're, all, they're outcasts because of this. The thing that makes them hated by the normies it's their power is their yeah. power and they and once they and all of them struggle with their power like you have someone like cyclops who who cannot stop it without these glasses and learning how to harness that power learning how to use that power not only for good but to work together and so where your your power fits within the context of others yep. so the whole of these movies it's one big movie and yep. it's all about community well that's oh there's so much you can say about yeah it. And even like, so one movie that I did forget that I really liked actually was Dr. Strange. So good. And Dr. Strange is such an outlier in terms of tone. So you can have a movie like Guardians of the Galaxy and a movie like Thor, The Dark World and Iron Man and Captain America, First Avenger. And um, they all live in the same universe. Yep. And those are like one, the Thor, Dark World, uh, is almost a Lord of the Rings this movie. Yeah. Uh the metaphysics, I mean, it really uh Doctor Strange is Inception as an action movie as yep. a, as a superhero movie. Um like we've already talked about the other one like Guardians is a is a goofball breakfast club movie yep. like that. And yet they all can fit in this place and they all have room at the table because the writing allows them to be together and they don't have to compromise who they are. It's not like when the Guardians show up in um like they take over the movie, but not in a way that derails the movie. Right, and they don't have to be out of character to be in that movie. Yeah. And uh, that there's something so beautiful about that. Yeah, and so complex. And that to me speaks to this notion of what the church is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. All of these broken people with these flaws that they that that make them different yeah. that they don't want. That then when they can realize how they can use this stuff and using it for better doesn't heal them. Right. They're all still broken. I mean, Tony Stark is still dealing with stuff and he's become kind of the father figure of everything, but he's still the most broken. And oh, and Black Panther. How do we not bring about Black Panther? Black Panther. That's also one of the best. Unbelievable. And a movie like Black Panther can fit in there and that and that everyone is the star of their movie, but somehow still fits into an Avengers movie. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I think from a structural standpoint, one of the things I love that they did. So like the first half of the saga, Mm -hmm. everybody has their own individual. Yeah, Yeah. right. Everybody has their own individual movie and storyline. And then they come together in the Avengers. Mm hmm. I think phase two, they didn't know how to fix that. So they like tried to give everybody their own story arc again. And it kind of like, eh. Yeah. And then they had Age of Ultron. But then what they did, though, I thought was really neat was they did Civil War. Yeah. Where Which they, I've only seen half of. Oh, it's so Civil great. War was great. It just went off of Netflix before I could finish it. Oh, I'll, I'll loan it to yeah. you. So they introduced a whole crap ton of new characters. Civil War, which is basically an Avengers movie. Right. Yeah. And then they go into those new character storylines, not trying to build something new, but like they just kind of assumed everybody was on board. Yeah. 
but you're 100% right. I was thinking about this because I'm a nerd at the last Presbytery meeting of like. So wait, wait, wait. Well, I don't think we said that we are Presbyterians. Yeah, right. And Presbyterians is a denomination of, it's a Protestant denomination in America. Right. Uh, that, I mean, because this is clearly going to be a worldwide yeah, sure, podcast. I assume. Yeah, just Mr. Worldwide, just like <laughs> Pitbull. Uh, and uh, so Presbyterians, we, uh, four times a year it, in our Presbytery, get together with all the Presbyterians in the region right. and have one kind of mega meeting. Yep. So in Pittsburgh Presbytery, which is basically the the whole of Pittsburgh land, yep. we get together with like 140 churches and all of the pastors and, and leaders of those churches get together to have one big meeting. Right. Continue. So I'm sitting in this auditorium looking around the room and knowing not everybody's, but a whole healthy chunk of everybody's like everybody's got their own side story. Yeah. Right. Like you're struggling with this thing and you've got that thing going on in your church and oh my gosh, what's going on over here. And you know, but we're all together yeah, and we're all working on this one thing together. And so many this. of the churches are so different. Oh my gosh. Could not be more different. Um, yeah. I was thinking about um, this, uh, my good friend, Gavin Walton's mom passed away recently. So mm. I went to grace Memorial Presbyterian church. Presbyterian church for her funeral. And I'm sitting there going, it is as discordant as guardians of the galaxy and Thor dark yeah. world that yeah. Westminster, our big white bread church yeah. and grace could exist in the same universe, yeah. but we do. And, and, it and works. so there, there is dissonance theologically, but not at the, at the foundational theology. No. And so you get very conservative people mm-hmm. and very progressive people yeah. in this denomination. And ultimately, to the most part, we do agree on the fundamentals. Sure. And enough that we're part of the same story. Yep. That you can have Ant-Man. Uh-huh. A stupid movie. <laughs> That's, I mean, just <laughs> fluff. But it's, it's fun. But it's there. Is Ant-Man Wasp good? I heard that good. Oh, it's pretty great. Okay, good. Because uh, I like Kate from Lost. Uh-huh. I'm a big fan. Uh, and so that that can exist with the overly important thor movie yeah and but thor really needed ragnarok to say oh that was kind of dumb yeah right <laughs> yeah this is yeah, yeah let's reset right. who thor is the other thing i love about at least the most recent avengers movie the infinity war mm-hmm. speaking of the no jesus character yeah every superhero movie i've ever seen in my life the whole movie they're saying if the bad guy wins this awful thing is going to happen yeah and the bad guy gets razor edge close to yeah doing the thing yeah and then the superhero stops it. It's always a last, last like you have the ball with 10 seconds left. Right. Yeah. In Infinity War, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, why Wait, are I, you I still- haven't seen, I haven't seen Infinity War. Are you kidding? No, I have seen it. Okay. I was like, <laughs> what? We can't talk anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> that whole last scene when Thanos shows up on Earth. Yeah. Even knowing what I, like how this was probably going to end. Yeah. I'm still sitting there going, how are they going to fix this? How are they going to fix it? They have been saying the whole movie, if he snaps his fingers, yeah, it's game over. Yeah. And then it happens. Yeah. Like the bad thing happens and the heroes lose. And I'm like, this is the most real life thing ever because well, sometimes you lose. It's Empire. Yeah. I mean, so Empire is the best sequel because the bad guys win. Yep. And they really win. Yep. And decisively. like, and, and they should have won. Mm-hmm. Like the, the good guys really didn't win. They won a battle in the first one. Yep. It's not like, Oh no, what's going to happen? There's like, Oh, I guess we lost this one moon at this one place. Uh, and this one weapon that we had 
is now gone. Yep. But we're still in yes. charge of everything. Still. And now we know who you are. Yep. And so we're going to come get you. And that's what Empire is. Yep. And it, may, it becomes personal for Darth Vader. But it's still the rebels have no chance. Really to the point that as an adult, I'm starting to question the validity <laughs> of, of Jedi. But but that's so, yeah, the, uh, Infinity War is that. I didn't have, and again, I was still, because I hadn't seen Spider-Verse yet, I wasn't all in on Marvel. I was pretty in. Yeah. So the when that happened, I was like, oh, I guess that's how that's going to happen. And I knew that, like, apart from maybe Gamora, everybody's coming back. I don't, um, I don't think anybody pre-snap. Anybody that died pre-snap, I don't think you can see again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they they love Loki, though. I'm sure Loki's going to get his I, own movie or something. Well, like that. I think I know how Loki comes back, but yeah. I won't. I, I, I think everybody that get uh, now that they have the posters that came out, I think everybody that has a poster is going to going to be back. Yeah. Uh, and clearly, I mean, but because they're making another Guardians movie, but there's a chance Gamora's not in it. But I don't know how you make it without Gamora. I don't either. Yeah. I think I th- I, so many questions. And that's the best part of that, too. Like Empire. You know, there's another movie coming. Yeah, like we. I don't think anybody knew that at Star Wars. Like, I don't. Oh think- no, no, no. Uh, yeah, even George Lucas did not know it, despite everything he sold us since then. Right, but like, it, I loved getting to the end of that movie, Infinity War, yeah. and going, I know they're gonna. There's another movie coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're gonna do something. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I have shut myself off from the internet when it comes to Marvel. Oh, nice! Because I so you don't, haven't seen any Endgame stuff. I've seen the trailers, and the trailer does a good job of not showing you anything. I've heard from reliable sources that every trailer that's come out so far is only the first twenty minutes of the movie. Of the movie, ooh! So like they're only giving you yeah setup. Yeah, they're not going to show you how something happens. They're not going to show you what happened. Like nice. And so, but then there's all these nerd comic book websites that are like, I think this is going to, ha- I think this is, gonna-. and yeah, I yeah, have yeah. been like, nope, I don't yeah. want to know. I don't want to hear your guess. I just want to be delighted. So uh, understanding the theology of everything we've had so far. Yeah. And I think especially Infinity War leaves you at such a like, yeah, good doesn't always win yeah. the battle. Yeah. What do you hope for in the in Endgame? Like, what's the best case scenario that they could do from a theological standpoint? So what I like is that and and uh, um, I mean, Infinity War did this well, where it really did kind of show on a grand level how all those characters have to they have to learn how to to work together. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I mean, Civil War, you get them actively fighting each other, yep. and they're bickering so much that all of them have their personalities and they react the way they would in the way that like Tony Stark and Dr. Strange don't like each other because they're basically the same character. Right. Uh, but they're d- the same character in different directions. Yep. Like they're both this egomaniacal like guy who always wins and is so smart that they can just do whatever they want, but they're limited by their brokenness. Yep. Uh, Dr. Strange has broken hands. Tony Stark has broken heart. Um, and yet they find a way to work together. I loved that to, uh, um, Dr. Strange effectively becomes like a prophet. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to make the uh, the biblical alliteration. Yes. Because he's, he goes through all the stuff, and then he says, there's only one way that this will work. Yep. And then he gives him the stone. There's and so, so that's clearly going to come back. About yeah. That. yeah. And uh, I think, and, and I mean, the thing about Thanos, too, is that Thanos is not trying to be evil. No. Thanos has a has figured out that the, there's too many people in the universe. Is that what it is? We, yeah. we don't have resources, we have so we need resources. to just wipe off. It's it's the bubonic plague. Yeah. Like it's that the Renaissance is able to happen because the bubonic plague wipes out half of Europe, yep. which means we now have space to do stuff. It's the Chicago Fire yep. of eighteen forty whatever, 
that Chicago is a, is a city that makes a whole lot of sense because the whole thing burned down and then it <laughs> right. was able to rebuild it. And it's like, it's the anti Boston, like right. Boston had Boston burned down. They could have made straight streets, but it never <laughs> did. And so they just built on top of it. And I think that there is, um, I, there will be some sort of the, the hero, the villains who, who think they're the good guy and that you can understand why they're doing it mm-hmm. are the most compelling villains. Yes. Um, that's even, even the Joker in mm-hmm. the dark Knight because he's just like, I just want to screw with stuff. Yep. Cause what's the point? Like that nihilism that take, that goes so dumb in, in suicide squad, which oh we will never gosh. talk about again. Uh, but that, I, I think that if Thanos is still given, um, enough resonance to not all of a sudden be a caricature, that um, that his the way that we save the world from what Thanos has done is not by making Thanos ultimate evil, right? But still, like that there is something tragic about him, um, and that he becomes uh, a David mm-hmm. or something like that. That that the, the I mean, and David who was the hero more so than than Thanos ever was. But David who has a terrible ending. We never really talk about David in the Bible. Yeah, uh, we never really talk about how like he becomes a terrible father. Uh, a terrible husband yep. and a terrible king. <laughs> and and yet. And and at the end, everything goes terrible because of that. Yeah. Like it, it Solomon's an okay king, but Solomon follows his father and does terrible things. And then we're there generations of terrible kings. Yeah. Um and so I think that there's gonna be some sacrifice. There's gonna be that uh what greater love has anyone than to lay their down their life for this, yeah. obviously. Um but they're also the the realizing realization that that the only way that this can win is by us working together yep. and us that that we our greatest strength is not when we try to say i got this it's when we we let everyone have their own voice yeah and that at its what makes marvel so great is that it it mirrors the best of what the church can be yeah a place where everyone comes and is allowed to be who they are from whatever movie they're from with whatever, with whatever, <laughs> whatever, what, yeah, whatever tone the movie is too, the yeah. super serious movie and yeah. a, and a, a super goofy movie and that you can have a voice in this and that your voice is important and it matters. And we couldn't have done this without you Yeah, and that you don't have to fit into our box, but we all need to tell the same story. And when we can tell the same story with a bunch of different storytellers, that's the best the church can be. That's good stuff. So it, when you hear this, tweet us. Yeah. Rough at, the Pastor. At Rough the Pastor. We're also on Instagram, Roughing the Pastor, because Instagram is more permissive than Twitter. So much more yeah. forgiving. Uh, what's your superpower? Yeah. Send a, let us know. And what is your superpower? And, and especially, like, not just my superpower is my amazing bubbly uh, personality. Yeah. No. It's like, what is it that at one point you thought was a, a flaw? Mm-hmm. What was a, a thing that you were embarrassed about and maybe did not want people to see? that you have come to realize over time is really has been a powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your superpower? And in the vein of adults have questions about faith too. If you have something that you would like us to discuss on yeah. Roughing the Pastor, hit yeah. us up on the Twitter or the Instagram machine. Or email us at yeah. roughingthepastor at gmail.com. Please spam us. That's we have great. we have just went all over yeah. in terms of making ourselves accessible. We're out there. Digitally. We will one day get on Facebook and assume it will be roughing the pastor on Facebook. Yeah, but Facebook is a terrible place. I don't want to go on Facebook if I don't have to. Ugh, I took two months off of Facebook and it was so delightful. Yeah. And then I got back on for Lent, which is a weird thing. To do. <laughs> 
it's the exact opposite of yeah. what everybody else is yeah. doing. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's Bartleby, Bartleby is back. back. Our house elf who always gives us corrections. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bartleby. All right. Um, okay. So uh, the corrections that Bartleby has, these are the mistakes that we've made in this in today's podcast. Uh, is This one's a clarification. Uh-huh. We made a, a, a fleeting reference to the Sinbad movie that didn't actually happen. Yeah. Uh, the, it's called Shazam. This yes. is not a real movie. but It doesn't exist. No, it doesn't exist, but there are hundreds, thousands of people who believe, they're like, I remember seeing that movie that Sinbad was in called Shazam about a genie, and they're confusing it with Kazam, a Shaq movie where he's a genie, which seems like the less likely yeah. to have really happened. <laughs> anyway, again, that's not really fact-checking. That's just clarifying, so thanks yeah. a lot, Bartleby, thanks, for wasting buddy. my time. Uh the Chicago Fire? Oh. Okay. The Chicago Fire, I guess we said, I, I said it happened in like 1840s, it happened in 1871. Too specific. Who cares? Yeah. Nobody know, on, Nobody man. cares about this. And one final one uh, it says there's too much Tyler in this podcast and not enough Jay. He keeps bringing that back. Thanks That's, a lot. Yeah. Thanks a lot, buddy. All right, Bartleby. You know what? I'm going to give you a high five. This is not a gift, though. So high five. Oh, too slow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Poor guy. <laughs> Sorry. And all he does is sit up on that shelf with his notebook I know. and write the things we screw up. Okay, Bartleby, can you clean this up when we're all done? Yeah, please. All right, thanks a lot. Here, all let right. me uh, make sure you do the dishes, buddy. <laughs> I, If you had not indicated that that was like a beverage or something, I want, if we had just left that sound raw, <laughs> it'd be interesting to try to figure out what, yeah. that, what that was. What's Jay holding? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wooden cup filled with bones. <laughs> He's about that raises to, all kinds of he's questions. About to tell us some portents. Oh boy! All right. Well, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll see you next week. Get on the twitters and the and the grams and all the other things, and we'll come back at you later. Yeah.